This is Brad with Comic Experience Sci-Fi. Welcome to podcast number 29. We're going to review the month of July. I'm here with Mark Myers, The Q, hey, hey. and Doc Denver on the boards. And here we are. We're going to be in Boston this weekend. We're going to be at the original Cheers uh, in the Beacon Hill District. Uh, maybe you want to come by and... Everybody knows your name. Okay, that's all you can sing legally. Yeah, that's all you can legally. Yeah, really. Don't get us in trouble. Um, we're gonna yeah, be there on. Dummy. Yeah, uh, we're gonna be there on Sunday. We're gonna be shooting live from the set. You're gonna see us drinking beers where Norm and the crew all uh, all sat and drank beers for uh, I don't know what twelve years. Um, Friday uh, the twelfth, we are going to be at the Frost Ice Loft, um, freezing our uh, <clears throat> beer Tushies. goggles off. Yeah, it's a uh, bar that is held at twenty one degrees. Fahrenheit all the time. You have to, people wear parkas, people with thin skin. Well, we don't have to go there. At any rate, uh, they have a cool uh, mascot called the Yeti. I called there. I said, So, what's the Yeti's name? They said, The Yeti. I said, Yeah, that Yeti. What's his name? They said, The Yeti. Yeah, I'm talking about the Yeti. And it, it was, it was it's bad. It's like a one man Abbott and Costello. It was. It really it was. was. First routine. Absolutely. So, we're going to be there. Until then, we're talking about what happened in July. So, I know somebody's got a list because I can't write anything down because both my hands are in casts. So, uh, what, uh, what happened in July? I know I saw a lot of movies in July. Denver, what what are we uh, what are we looking at? Okay, well we had a number of movies that were released. Please. Probably the most controversial one was the Ghostbusters remake. Mm. Well, let me rephrase that. It, it <laughs> technically was not a remake. There was boots involved. Yes, it was, it was a, a, a reboot. Yes, we put them on, we took them off, and then we rebooted it. I know, yeah. uh, I know, Mark. You saw what? What's your take on <laughs> it? Rebooted it. <laughs> oh god! Oh, he totally went there. Well, the the original there was a bunch of boobs in that there. There was one. boobs in the original too. That's yeah. true. Just I not lady to know ghost. Oh, I, I, not lady I, boobs. I liked it. I thought the um, I thought it was just um, I really liked the cast and I liked the comic relief from Leslie Jones and Kate McKinnon. I think they stole the show. Oh, uh, you know, Melissa McCarthy and. Kristen Wiig were more of the straight characters in in the movie, and yeah, I just you know I kind of felt like the the Chris Hemsworth character was just a little bit overdone, I don't too know, over the top. I really don't Dude. know what what that was about. That was like a whole separate movie. Yeah, you know? it was. They could have. It was. I enjoyed the movie, except all the SNL type stupid humor that I've been totally over since 1979, and when everybody good died. Okay, Wait a minute, there. hold on. As a product of the 90s, that's okay. Yes. Subject. Nothing, never mind. Should have been subject. off the air off subject. a million I'm years different. ago. Anyways, stay I was on topic. I was originally talking about this movie. I thought it was overly CGI'd at the end. Too much CGI. Um, Did you well, stay for the credits? Yes, I, for the end credit scene. What yeah. the hell was that about? Can, well, uh, it's bad enough that in the movie we come along the scene and they're all in the Saturday Night Fever pose. And then, oh, spoiler alert. It was a month ago, dude. I don't have to do that. They can all FO. I guess they're I all in, too, huh? they're all stuck in the in the Saturday Night Fever pose and we have no idea. No idea well, what happened. No, Wait, and I then the knew, I knew as soon as I saw that, oh, there was a scene that they deleted out. Absolutely. And they deleted the hell out of it and then they showed it in the credits. And you're just sitting there watching, going, "Wait a second! The guy doing the dancing is now completely off character because he was a physicist genius, a nerd, an outcast, never been dancing in his life. How the fuck? How the hell? Can, how on earth can they justify no. having that even in the movie, even in the credits? Well, that's why they cut it out." I don't know how it got past the scripting stage, though, because that's a lot of money to choreograph a huge scene, crowd scene right. like that. I mean, that, uh, there was, uh, there was what, hundreds of guys out there dancing in sync. Well, well maybe they wasn't afraid of gay man in New York was on that stage. And then dancers. All, everyone from Broadway came out to <laughs> right, dance. <exactly>. Hello. <laughs> um, Hello, luscious. The other... <laughs> bad thing i thought about yeah. the end credits was the shoehorning in of sigourney weaver oh i yeah, mean i was, was glad to see her in well, the movie but everybody was who like, was still alive from the old movie had a cameo yeah well, but they could have done that a lot better well, even harold ramus had a cameo did you miss that egon had a yeah 
Oh, there was there was a sculpture of his head oh, in the yes, college. Yes, yes, right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know about Rick Moranis if there was a. No, he's ga- he gave up acting. He yeah, he didn't want to. I don't know if they tried putting in some kind of, you know, uh, you know, uh, homage to him in the movie. At all. There wasn't even a mention of the gatekeeper or the uh, the keymaster, or even a picture of him. Or something, right, right. You know? That's what I'm saying. There was no mention of it at all, which is really surprising. Well, when, there was a little. Uh, the very last scene in the movie did reference the original Ghostbusters. Yeah, we we can spoil that because I'm sure whoever's listening has seen the movie If you haven't seen it by now, then you're not going to see it. Yeah, when they hear, when Leslie Jones hears something, uh, you know, through the some, some She's sort of playing rate. back some a kind tape. of audio. And, yes. she, and she says, who is Zool? <laughs> <laughs> well, and that kind of had sprung a bunch of different theories. Is this in some kind of a la Star Trek? Is this in some kind of parallel universe to the original oh. Ghostbusters movie? That way they can then... In future movies, bring in some of those you know Original classic people. characters. So yeah. they, they find a time porthole and then and they shoot them off into like the universe of the nineteen eighty four Ghostbusters, where they're hiding behind the corner watching the other guys doing their work and they're watching them. They're sort of like in Back to the Future. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They could do that. So, what was your favorite line of the movie? Um, I I, I did, know mine a hundred percent. Oh, go ahead. Um, uh, the 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 crazy uh, uh, Casper, the friendly ghost's older evil brother, is uh, taking the place of the uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. So a forty foot douchebag ghost coming through, crushing through. Everybody's running like crazy, and somebody tries to get a cab. And who's driving the cab? Dan oh, Aykroyd, right. monster or ghost. Who's? I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> goes off driving. <laughs> Best line of the movie. Well, and I I took my kids and I tried to explain that that's one of the original Ghostbusters and he yeah. looks so different that they didn't believe me. They're like, nah, he wasn't a, he wasn't a Ghostbuster. I was like, yes, yes, he's, he actually he created the them. Yeah, he created them. Yeah. Now, I saw it in 3D IMAX oh. and I got to say, I know Mark uh, complained about the CGI, but in 3D IMAX, the effects, the ghost effects and the, uh, the slime effects were so well done. Really? That, I mean, it looked like, it literally was one of those where it felt like it was shooting right out at you. So oh, wow. Okay. If you, if, obviously, it's still not playing in 3D or IMAX at this point, so you missed the boat, uh, anybody who hasn't seen it, but... Shucks. But, yeah, it was... <laughs> that, most I'll have to buy one of those 80-inch TVs and buy those funky glasses. Most of the 3D conversions are cash grabs, as, yes. uh, uh, as we Chris like to say. Chris was saying, yep. yeah. But Who's this Chris? one, <laughs> at this point, yeah, yeah. If you've seen some of our two-year-old episodes <laughs> back in our Detroit uh, uh, studio, you'll know who Chris back is. Some of our vintage episodes. Yes, our vintage I have episodes. A this is an edit point. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is late in the afternoon. Nobody has to be in church during at four thirty in the afternoon on Sunday. He Remember when we're, well when our here. sponsors used to be Geritol? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's keep the train rolling yes. here. Okay, so um, which one? Yeah. <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep the boom. Legends of Tarzan, which had a train in it. You did have a train. Uh, yeah, what did you guys think? I know was a Q. I know you saw way. that. That was a terrible segue. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> that was a terrible segue. <laughs> I hey, I was trying to you <laughs> know. You try it. Speaking oh, of trains, it. anybody's eat Tarzan? <laughs> So that maybe yes, because that was the whole movie. Maybe um, that transition was a train wreck. Ah, <laughs> see what you did there. See, that would have been a better transition. Um, but you have to do the bad one first. I thought it was really good. I actually enjoyed Cave it. Man, snack. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I thought Sam Jackson as he's usual. always awesome and everything. I mean, so. he, he he does no wrong. I thought he kind of stole the show in this movie. I think he did. He's one of the best characters he's played in a long time, and he yeah. had hair. Well, you know what? Or the, he's had well, some of the best things he said in a movie in a long time. Let me ask you guys. I think that the reason for that is it it was almost like a buddy picture between Tarzan, Tarzan. and Sam Jackson. And lethal I, weapon. Yes, yeah, it was like lethal weapon in the jungle. Lethal jungle. Lethal jungle. Very good. And jungle I, weapon. And I think, <laughs> well, as long as it wasn't jungle fever. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> they, they already made that one. Um, <laughs> 
I think the reason they did that was because Tarzan is kind of this notoriously quote unquote racist movie. Um, oh. Well, there was a no, racist in the true. movie. Right, but if you think no, about no, it, we're talking about back in the day. The who's original. the king of the jungle? Not an African. A white guy from England is the king of the jungle. Oh, right. So I think well, they were kind well. of. I think they were trying to, you know, to mm-hmm. diminish that whole racist angle by directly incorporating racial issues into this movie. Because mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson was from America. He was, uh, you know, who was they had just gone through the Civil War, if I'm not yep. correct. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so the they put race uh, in in the front At of the, the forefront, movie, which I really liked. I'm just happy it wasn't the same old me Tarzan, you Jane. Not I'm an happy origin it was a story. different he something speak different. English, yeah, you well, know, right? Because we 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 find him after he was abducted and 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 raised by apes and then returned to England and a proper lord. Uh, Greystoke right. or whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, Greystoke. Yeah, and so th- what I think is interesting, though, is that, and I don't know if you're mixing your, your metaphors or not, but he was king of the apes. He wasn't king of the jungle. He was king of the apes. Uh, George of the jungle was king of the jungle. Yeah, but by proxy. If you're, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're, he's, if you're king of the apes, you're king of the jungle. Yeah, because he commanded all the animals. animals. Right. You know, so I'm just saying. What was he called? Lord of the apes. Maybe it was Lord of the Apes. It wasn't King. I sit corrected. But let me ask you this. Uh, Am I the only one who thought the first hour was pretty... I found it to be pretty dull and mediocre. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it picked up until Sam Jackson started shooting people. Once they got to the jungle... And they went on the mission proper. Oh, started saying what? I thought it was yeah. awesome. Well, I thought he was going to say motherfucker, but he never said it. I was a little disappointed <laughs> in myself. That's the only reason this movie got wasn't, eight. Wasn't that the same, the, the marquee, the major marquee from um, uh, Hateful Eight? Wasn't that the same character? Guy, I don't know. No. Okay. No. Just checking. We, it, we didn't get it that. Played one. the same. Oh, you watched the two movies. It was exactly the same, except for this was a little better and he had more hair. Um, no, no, he had more hair. Hateful Eight. I don't know. He had a lot of hair in this movie. All right, you got. At you, any rate, you oh, guys are just the splitting hair. Yeah, leave the leave that. <laughs> it's like you could take both characters and switch them out in each movie and be the same character. Yeah, that's my position. Yeah. Well, they, it's about the same time period, yeah, right? Really that's what I'm saying. You know. Yeah, that's true. So, oh, yeah, so you're saying it be. so? Is Tarzan a prequel to Hateful Eight? <laughs> Is that what you guys are saying? Maybe that could be. It could be. (laughs) (laughs) Tarantino, get on that quick. Get on that one. Get on that one. So was it really an hour lead-in before it actually got to some salient plot points? Well, there was the flashbacks to Tarzan. Right. uh, But before they actually... Went to Africa. Before hell broke loose in Africa and and Jane was kidnapped. It was was about about an hour. It was about 45 minutes. Yeah, I turn off my phone. I don't. I must say that um, what's her name, Harley Quinn. It was Margot Robbie. Um, she she, she's never looked prettier than than she was in that Tarzan movie, in my opinion. She looks, yeah, yeah. Can't disagree with it. I was just waiting for Mr. J to come out. I did like the detail he showed when he's demonstrating those kids. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was. I was I was wanting her to say Tarzan's not coming, but Mr. J will. <laughs> Tarzan shows up with his looking like the Joker. Joker. <laughs> That's an SNL bit. I think you just wrote their next season. Oh my God! Lay off of SNL. Why it sucks? All right, did we t- did we talk about Finding no, Dory I just at had all? Beans for lunch. Did we, did we talk about Finding Dory? I didn't find Since our last no. I didn't podcast. find Dory. No. Yes, we did. We did. We did? Because everybody cried. No. Only only Denver saw it. Oh, okay. Well, if I'm the only one who saw it, then we won't no, bother talking no, about it. No. Rewind the tape. Did we talk about it? Yes. Only you saw it. We didn't talk about it. You said, who saw Dory? Everybody said no. You said, oh, it's a tearjerker. Got to go see it. And that was it. I so, see. Okay. Have you seen it yet? Say no. Just say no. no. Did you see it? Okay, fine. Did you see it? No. Okay. Right. I saw it. All right. What? <laughs> That's why he's on his like, soapbox. Did you cry? <laughs> um, I could see that there was a... It was very touching. Crime I was, river. I think there was a lot of opportunities for that. I, it, it was a sniffly. I, I was actually very proud of Dory that she made... She, she actually... She came into her own. She actually got... She literally... 
use this and the catharsis of going through the, the finding her parents, all of a sudden now she doesn't have the problem anymore. She worked through it, which is really amazing because we have no idea how much time is actually transposed because fish die in a couple years. So it could have been like, you know, it was a Monday, Friday, catharsis. Wednesday, everything's good. So she resolves her issues, and now she's dead. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, I thought it was. A, I thought it was a very good movie. I could see why it was Cry very popular. Baby, um, the, mo- the the theater was absolutely full. When oh, it's I, it's it's I'm on track sure it's still. to be. I think one of the biggest ever box office yeah. movies of yeah Pixar, but of the year, surpassing Captain yeah. America, all these other ones. So the other big uh, animated movie. Was the Secret Life of Pets? I love that movie. That was good. That was really good. And it wasn't. It was a totally different kind of movie than Finding Dory. It wasn't emotional, but it was funny. It was just flat out funny, entertaining. And I like Kevin Hart. I've never seen him in a movie in the theater before. I usually just watch him on cable. So this is the first Kevin Hart movie I've actually seen in a theater. And Oh, he that's was, funny. He steals the show. He was hilarious as the uh, crazy evil, rabbit. Yeah, yeah the, the evil, evil bunny rabbit. Yeah. Um, so absolutely yes. insane. And that's making a bunch of money. So, so I've, wow. obviously that was scripted. So he didn't do any improvisation in that movie. Well, we don't know that. Well, I think you can improv in an animated. They, they give them an opportunity. That's why it takes so damn long and, to make those. Yeah. Yeah. That's do some research. I we watch all the crap at the end of the DVD. And on the new ones, and my well, wife just well, makes I'm me just saying, sit through Most of his movies, he's just sitting there freaking out, flaring around, going, ah, 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 you know, He's riffing, yeah. yeah so. And, and so he didn't really do that in this movie. Oh, oh. That's what I'm saying. I see. See, so I think he basically stuck to the script instead of just going, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> but, there was, uh, but there's definitely a lot of uh, what I would call Kevin Hart-isms. Yeah, that, that bunny was making some ah, 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 faces <laughs> through the whole freaking yeah. movie. Okay, he so there, that bunny was insane. There was one other animated <laughs> movie that uh, came out this mm-hmm. month, and that was Ice Age Collision Course, yep, which saw is that. the fifth uh, Ice Age movie. Brad, what did you think? <sighs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Q, Q's on a dry spell here. You didn't see it or you didn't like it? Didn't see it because I know I wasn't going to like it. So that's a yes and a yes. That movie yeah, can kiss your ass. ass. Thank you! <laughs> we just need to have a button. And just and press the button. Yeah, just press the button. Says, "Kiss my ass." All right, so Brad, what, I, what I, was your take? I think it was an interesting interpretation. There was a there was a point in the movie where can I ruin it? Can I spoil it? Yeah, if you haven't okay. seen it by now, you're not gonna. Okay. So. Um. So, so they're the it's the end of the world. Giant asteroids coming. We know an asteroid destroyed the the planet once to kill uh, dinosaurs. And now the theme for this one, or the the overarching plot, is that yet another uh, asteroid is going to come and kill all the mammals. And there's this crazy guy from one or two movies ago, a one-eyed weasel. Simon Pegg's English weasel weasel, uh, named Buck. One-eyed weasel? Come on, Mark, we're setting you up. Couldn't have thrown a, yeah. a bigger softball than that one. I zoned out. Yeah. I never saw these. That's movies. okay. At any rate, at any rate, poor the. So he's exploring, and he comes across an underground cavern because apparently, if you didn't see if Ice Age: Return of the Dinosaurs, dinosaurs are living in a giant underground cavern underneath a frozen lake. So spoiler, sorry. Huh. So here we are. He's, he's looking around. He's trying to escape from some carnivorous dinosaur birds, and he comes along, and I'm going, wait a minute, that's an Aztec ruin. And I'm thinking, hey, who built that? And I'm having this internal conversation with myself going, were there people down there? What are there people doing there? Where were the people there? You know, well, I'm going to cut you the chase yeah, here because please. what I thought was interesting was that they did kind of in this crazy Looney Tunes kind of cartoon throw out some big ideas. Oh, yeah, huge. You know. Neil they, deGrasse Tyson was in it. Yeah, <laughs> which was great. And uh, oh, yeah. And there, there was, is. I mean, they're they're basically saying aliens were here at the beginning of the of the planet, right? And uh, the whole movie is a, really a science fiction movie, right? Well, there's uh, a spaceship. Yeah, right? there's a, a spaceship in the beginning of the movie that, that's, the that's directly the impacting the everything. You know, the plot of the, the of right. the of the movie all the way through. And um, 
the other thing that I thought was interesting was that they're basically stating that life is a random series of events that you have no control over, that, you know, there's no God controlling and, and making things happen. It's just a crazy-ass rat squirrel, you know, in a spaceship. Um, That's so funny. So there was some big kind of deep ideas in yeah. a really silly, dopey I cartoon. Think, yeah, I think the... Um they, they uh, touched on the, the Fountain of Youth as a result of yep. magnets. How many, how many crazy um, uh, long-haired hippies are always, you know, what's that on your wrist? Oh, it's magnets, man. It, it keeps you young. And they totally threw that in there. They had um, the fact that they understood science. Yes. Right? I mean, and, you know, they're extinct, so they can't say I'm wrong. Right, and we, we can't deny it. So it's definitely science fiction from that standpoint. But the spaceship, absolutely hysterical. Um, and there was a lot of correct science involved. And then the thing in the, in the, um, the Neil deGrasse Tyson comes in and does a, uh, does a talk about, you know, how did Mars become He's the way the it is. Uh, right. He's the weasel's subconscious yeah, or yeah. whatever. So. One of his internal voices. Yes. You'd have enjoyed it. Okay, so All there was right. a couple. You have to be free for you to enjoy it. You'd have regretted paying a dollar to see it, but there's okay. a couple other movies. Uh, I know Mark's seen them at least, uh, so he could chime <laughs> in. Uh, there was a, uh, from what I've read, a very uh, or a decent horror movie, Lights Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very original. You know, I mean. It had like elements of certain other movies, but it was. Uh, this was the trailer that scared Brad. Remember with the light flicking. Oh, off I and hated on? that trailer. Yes, it was. It was an interesting plot uh, about a spoiler. Spoilers. It's about yeah. It's about, about turning lights off. I do want to see this one. Oh, so don't no. Worry about okay, no spoiling. Okay, all right. So I don't want to go into. Okay, Nick. <laughs> yeah, this ghost uh, that's coming. It's uh, can. Is it scary? Yes. That's the main there, thing there that I always. Jumps. There's, if there's some if a horror movie is not scary, then it has failed. Yeah, just like a comedy, off, if it's not funny, it has it's failed. It's this evil spirit of this girl that's, uh, that can attack and kill people when the lights are out. Okay. You can see her like a silhouette. Like when you turn the lights out in a room, you could like if there's I light see. in the background, you can see her silhouette in the dark. Got it. And, she can, and, she, and if you see her, she's gonna about to kill you. So if you can turn the lights on real quick, she disappears. So, in other words, someone's electric bill is about to be really, really high. Well, what this movie reminded me of is two movies mashed together. A DTE bill? Nightmare on Elm Street meets Mama. That's what kind of reminded me of that. So, you recommend it then? Yeah, I do. All right, then the other one. Especially uh, for the budget it was on. It was like an ultra low, like $3 million budget. And it made bank, I mean. Yeah, most of those horror movies are pretty. And uh, I know the director of this movie now is assigned by. James Wan to do uh, Annabelle two. Oh, okay. so it's going to be interesting what he's going to do. Got to be Anna. better than Annabelle one. Yeah, hopefully okay. they make that Tom Walker or something. <laughs> what about uh, Jason Bourne? I know Marks saw it. You, did you guys see it at all? Yeah, I saw it. Brad, what would you think? Um, well, I, I made the mistake of reading a review, so I, I I was given somebody an expectation by somebody who thought it was better left undone. Um, you know, it's been a while, and um, honestly, if you, I guess if you, if you like to see, if you like The Martian, then you'll like the movie. Hmm? Because you like Matt Damon. No, no, no. The Martian was a great movie, regardless of who That's what I'm it. saying, but it's, it's old, grizzled Matt Damon can still give a hit and take a hit. He wasn't even, it's like the whole movie was contrived around him. I don't want to be doing this movie. Well, but they're coming to get you. Oh, fuck, now I got to kill people? Come on. And then he goes off, kills everybody involved, and then walks away again. It was, it was, it was like, it, and, and I thought I tweeted about this, it was like when um, Sean Connery said, Hey, Sean, we got another Bond for you. Never, never again. And then, sure enough, they, they got him into it, and that's what they named the movie. And he was off having his own life, and they pulled him out of retirement and made him do it. That's exactly, it was a, oh, Chris, I think it, it, it was as, 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 C, as, as CG, ha-ha, new definition for the 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was good. I liked it. I, I'd give it a five out of ten. But I, I did. There was enough good jokes that it, it kept me interested. I felt like uh, cast. Did you see the movie, Denver? No. I, I thought Tommy it. Lee Jones was miscast. In that oh, movie. what a douche. Oh, my God. Was it, just... it was like, it was like uh, Men in Black. It was so staid. I or just... like The Fugitive. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Who, who put him in there? Yeah. Uh, I did like Vincent Cassell as that hitman. He's the, oh yeah, that crazy guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a good. He's good. But it, but that's like um, that's like um, that's like uh, Joker and Batman. Kill his parents, he becomes, and now he's a he's a nemesis. Yeah. You created me. You created me. I create or I created you. You created me. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's what it was because this guy was responsible for Jason Bourne becoming Jason Bourne. Yeah. So douchebag, you know. And it was good that you know, yeah. Wait, so Tommy Lee Jones actually did bad in something. No, it was he was miscast. I think anybody could have. You could have done a better job. I just didn't like seeing him. I was, I just think yeah. he's got a persona about him mm-hmm. that I don't think he. You know, he can play a bad guy. I think no. he, he. I think he's one well, of those guys that you trust. Oh, that's an aura. You know, not a persona. It's an aura. It's his his presence. I don't know. Thank you. His persona is actually after it's he like, said something. It's like it's, yeah. it's, it's like I can't really see Morgan Freeman playing a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know? and which is so funny, which is why I laugh every time I see him in Wanted. Yeah, he's he's, he's not he he's got he's he's a trusting character, a trusting you know person. Okay, that, I think we spent yeah. far too long on Tommy Lee Jones here. Well, that's just Morgan Freeman's voice. Let's uh, <laughs> yeah, so. hello Q. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about get busy the swimming or get biggest busy TV story uh, since we've kind of done our last regular podcast. Game of Thrones on and off? Season whole? Started, ended, finished? No, no, we, we talked about that. It's the Netflix series called Stranger Things. Oh. Okay. I was supposed to binge watch that, wasn't Yes, I? you were. Yes, you were. Yes, it's real good. Is it? Yeah, it's... It's, it's mind-boggling. The hype is, is worth it. It's great. It, it's totally 80s nostalgia. I agree. Did you see it? You did see. <laughs> well, here's the thing. There's, uh, here's a quick rundown of kind of all the Please. '80s inspirations. We've got, uh, and this one I didn't actually think of. I, I I saw this one online. But you guys remember the Tom Cruise Leah Thompson movie, All the Right Moves? Yes. The they even girl, talk about it. Yeah, and the girl looks just like. Leah Thompson in All the Right Moves. You know what she does. And I so, just, you, I'm glad you brought that up. I couldn't put and, and her boyfriend does kind of yeah. look like Tom Cruise, right. too. Totally, totally. Well, okay, so okay. But the, the main influences Here. are basically Stephen King. Well, you okay. notice the, the font of the credit yes. sequence looks like every Stephen King novel. Right. It's got oh, the same font. Okay. It does. Uh, Spielberg, Carpenter. Yep, yep. Uh, what else? Even a little David Cronenberg thrown in yeah, there. Yeah, science fiction stuff. Um, and it's got two 80s stars in it. Winona Ryder oh, plays the okay. mother of the, of, oh. the, of the boy who goes missing. And Mr. Vision Quest, Matthew yes. Modine. Matthew Modine. Oh, man. 80s heartthrob. He plays the, the kind of the nefarious... Uh, he plays the doctor. evil guy. Yes, the evil doctor. The, Although what I, what I liked about his portrayal he didn't have much dialogue but he didn't really do anything evil per se but do you know who he reminded me of in this show was ted danson that's what he yeah, looked like yep. ted danson. he kind of looks like ted danson i was waiting for you yep. to say the cigarette smoking man that he no he's no ominous not, ominous and evil but he doesn't talk much but no no not that evil okay. but uh, no there's a lot of uh direct movie references including the thing um Goonies, mm-hmm. Stand by Me, a lot of, a lot of, you know. There's Stephen a scene King. where the kid was trying to get the the girl with special powers to make this Millennium Falcon float, and someone online said, "That's not even an original Millennium Falcon toy." Oh, it's not vintage. Because when he era? dropped it, the back roof should have fell off. Uh, you know, because gotcha. when you take the roof off the Millennium Falcon yeah, to yeah, play yeah. with the, the it would have <laughs> fell off. It didn't fall off. So that's not like the real Millennium that's some Falcon. Real geeks toy. out there. Yeah. Oh my um, god. And it's a uh, well, Dungeons important. and Dragons is is really integral to the oh, story. Okay. So there and you know walkie talkies and dirt bikes. Really eighties you know. thing. Yeah, it's all eighties all the time with this thing. 
And it's set in the 80s. And so that creature makes... in that other or dimension. Oh, wait, is it set in the 80s? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a period piece. Yeah, 83. And uh, that, that creature kind of looked like a combination of, like, reminded me a little bit of pumpkin head, the yep. body. Yep. And uh, somebody also mentioned, like, uh, some of the uh, the monsters in Guillermo del Toro's movies. Yeah. You know. Um, but the main thing is that it's a uh, it's just a great, great miniseries. It's only eight hours, so it doesn't take long to plow through it. So episodes are 30 minutes or 60 Hour. minutes? Yeah. It's eight it's, hours long. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I wanted to uh, talk about this because uh, there's a whole genre of what I would call 80s-inspired movies and I think it really started with the House of the Devil, that Ty West horror movie, where it had the the John Carpenter, you know, kind of goblin soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right away you had a bunch of other movies beyond the Black Rainbow, uh, which I don't think a lot of people had seen, but that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, o for two for me. Then you had Super Eight, which is the most obvious. Yeah, that yeah. was the JJ ripping off Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Spielberg ripping off Spielberg. Well, well he, he was a producer, it. but oh, he... okay. I don't think he, he really had anything to do with it, anything. No. Just just slapped his name on it. And then that same year, you had Attack the Block, <laughs> which, which was, was very really good. That was good. Attack and, the Block was really good. And that was just like a yeah, Carpenter. classic Carpenter. And then, aha, uh-huh, there's a connection there. Aha! Uh-huh. Who was in Attack the Block? John uh, Boyega. Uh, John Boyega. Boyega, yeah. Star and so Wars. obviously... J.J. Uh, Abrams has an 80s yeah. fetish, so he yeah. saw him in that and said, hey, I got to have him. Um, mm-hmm. And then you've got the movies like uh, The Guest, It Follows, Midnight Special that just came out this year. Right. So there's like a whole Everyone wants. Everybody wants some? Uh, which one was that? That Linkletter movie? Oh, God. That well, that was... 1980. Yeah, but that was more of a comedy, yeah. you know. But uh, um, so anyway, so Stranger Things... You got to right. check it out. It's awesome. It's definitely uh, uh, lives up to the hype. It does. Okay, so let's uh, quickly talk about San Diego Comic Con. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot of trailers were released. <sighs> what? <Two. laughs> what? Are you sad you weren't there? Yes, I'm you'll, sad. You'll I wasn't be there, there next year. Don't worry about it. Okay. There'll be plenty of stuff for you to go. Okay. What Woo! Do we Watch. Talk come about next first? year. Come next year. Nobody gonna release shit. Well. Okay. My feeling was that in years past, you know, Marvel has kind of always dominated. Mm-hmm. But this year, DC. hands down, DC, <laughs> I think, wiped the floor with everybody else. Yes. Only because Sorry. the Justice League trailer look was awesome. I just thought that was the I best thing that came out of I had no, I had no doubt it would be. Oh. I'm you sorry. had no doubt? Yeah, but we haven't seen no the doubt. movie yet. <laughs> well, uh, we, we've let seen Rotten Tomatoes tell it it's only going to be 20 fucking We've per- seen I mean, movies 20%. that had really good trailers, and then something happened. Well, but then they also had an awesome Wonder Woman, Woman trailer. trailer. That was very good. I, so I, I think between the two of those, yeah. I was like, yeah. okay. And don't forget, what was the other DC Lego Batman. Batman, Lego Batman. That was a great one. Yeah, that was, then they did that was, the Flash. Was three great Flash, Arrow, and uh, yeah, now Legends. Super, yep, and Supergirl is now going to be on there. Speaking of which, uh, the first slash to the, the budget of Supergirl going to CW has happened. Callista Flockhart is not a series regular anymore. No, but she is. She's going to be a recurring character. It's so nice that people listen to my recommendations. The broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's right. right. Like, okay. That's right, Joe. Although That's right. I will say in years past, <clears throat> DC always dominated the TV world. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I think based on this Comic-Con... I think Marvel and Netflix have taken over that mantle because they had an awesome trailer for Luke Cage. Uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist. They had teasers for The Defenders and Daredevil Season 3. And they had the first teaser for, um, or actually the first footage 
for Iron Fist. Right. Well, so I think those series. Well, and that was that was very origin. It looks like they're going to tell yeah. those stories from the very beginning. And I'm actually yes. going to might start watching Agents of Shield again this year because Ghost Rider is going to be on there. Ghost Rider. That was their big reveal. Yeah. That was their big reveal. So I think I'm Marvel here. won the TV war oh. this year, well, and DC won the movie. I think the only reason they said Ghost Rider is because Supergirl got Superman in it now. Did they ever discuss what the next DC animated movie is going to be? Because I know. Yes. What is it? The Justice League Dark. Yes. Oh, Justice yes. Dark. And there, there was the clip. And I saw Const- the, tra- I saw the, the, the actor playing Constantine is going to be voicing playing, the right. character. Yeah. Uh, and the House of uh, Secrets is or that uh, the House of Mystery, House of Secrets, the where the Swamp Thing comic was originally introduced. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. House of Secrets. That's going to play big in the movie. Movie. Yeah. Because it's this house that like reappears. It's mm-hmm. it's like it's going to be this. I don't know this thing in the movie that uh, where everyone's connected to this yeah. house that just tr- just transforms. It, it looks it's interesting. Weird. I think because I think they're going to use this as a basis to see how well it translates, and then we might actually get the reason why they're doing this is because they want these characters to deal with the supernatural elements right. in the world mm-hmm. instead of the Justice League because right. they deal with more of the alien type stuff. Yep. So that's why they're dealing with this. Well, Justice you know, Batman's going to be in it because he can do both. They say a lot greatest. of the Justice League characters are going to pop in and out. Yeah. Because I, I did From you the did, movies? Did you see mm-hmm. the Killing Joke on on Blu-ray? Yeah. Because that's when they. Well, showed, not on Blu-ray, but I've seen it at the movie theater. I, I saw it on Blu-ray, and they showed a big long, uh, like behind-the-scenes clip of mm-hmm. the making of the Justice League. Dark, let's let's talk about, about the Killing Joke because that was kind of controversial. Um, Q, what did you think? I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, what did you I, think about that opening? I heard that they essentially because I still haven't seen it well, yet, but it, they, it was to they me they put it on in there. a half hour opening sequence, if you will, an extended sequence that oh, the focuses one. on Batgirl. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're also people are also pissed that they made Batgirl Batman's girlfriend, and they have a sex scene in the movie. Woo-hoo. Hot time. <laughs> I think it they was, probably did that so you felt more devastated when right. the Joker shoots her. Yeah, right. I think that was the intent. Well, does yeah, it pay that off? was the intent. They had to make you connect more to Batgirl because she does get shot and raped when you think about it. So. Both. Now, now yeah. I, I got a question. Was no, that was that story originally in written for a graphic novel? Or was yeah. that in the comic? It was Batman a graphic com- novel. Okay. It was Alan Moore. And I just, like I was telling, I think I was talking to someone. Yeah. I said, Alan Moore. Hi, this Moore's, is someone. Okay, Brad. Alan Moore. I don't think Alan Moore's books translate well to film. Because. I think you need the right writer to do it. Because you got to Yeah, but think, they were faithful to the source material. Isn't that your guys' great yeah. but you, but no, 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 Two different mediums. Well, yeah. no, Suicide Squad was, was faithful to the source material. But that, maybe that's why the critics aren't getting a, a good review. Sometimes there's a difference when you, you move from a two-dimensional book where the reader uses their imagination, you hear the voices, you see the tweens in your head, to a single person's vision of what goes from, from plate to plate. But is is not always what you would imagine when you read it. In a comic book, you've got to fill in a lot of the gaps. Right, right, right. And, and in the movie, the gaps are filled in for you, or they're or they're just gone. But oh. that's another story. Yeah. Okay, so but even like oh, I was gonna say, well, even like think about Alan Moore's other books that he's done. V for Vendetta was a great movie, but it didn't get a lot of traction at the movie theater. The Watchmen was a great movie, but it bombed its second weekend. <laughs> You, you well, those are a lot more cerebral right. books. That's the but, kind of writer he is. Yeah. Right. Well, so I just I think it's just his work that it's does not it. not as popcorny as a as, lot of like, right, the Marvel Right, that does it tra- translate well to film. But DC has always been the grittier of the two Well, having companies said that, anyway. you recommend people to see The Killing Joke? I do. Mark? Uh, yes. Rent uh, it or buy it? Um... At least rent it. Uh, buying it, uh, you know. I mean, for the fans, it's yeah, the goddamn go. Batman. Buy it. <laughs> yeah, for the fans, go buy it. But if you're just if you're just an average, if you're an average door, fan, go to the library and get rented for fee. Um, All of us don't have that luxury, Brad. You got to hear Mark Hamill well, back as the somewhere. Joker. Get a get a library um, card. They don't cost anything. 
Yeah. You just got. All right. There was some other uh, Comic Con news. Oh, Comic Con news. The it was revealed that the movie The Woods, which we talked about many podcasts Cast ago, is actually a sequel to the original Blair Witch Project. Oh yeah. And they did a title switcheroo from The Woods to the Blair, Blair Witch. Witch. Yeah. Just Blair Witch. Yeah. So to me, I thought. That's pretty brilliant marketing. I've never heard of a movie Changing the putting the out middle. a fake title and then right before it's released saying, aha, we, that's not the real title. It's something else. So I got to give them credit because with Blair, the Blair Witch Project, the, 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 all the marketing was built around that this is an actual documentary. This is real footage that existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was a lie. Correct. But it was a great little marketing and hook. So they everybody it thought it was real. But it they've set a lot of people. They've set the stage for telling yet another what's the word? Lie. It's the woods. It's Blair Witch. Yeah, but it's I don't think woods. this movie's being presented as a documentary. Minary, no. Again? No, the, the gimmick no, the gimmick is that it was the woods and now So it's not uh, Blair Witch, the woods? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. Blair Witch in the Woods? Formerly known as The Woods. Right, yes. The, the, <laughs> FKA. The movie, the movie formerly known as The, the Woods. woods. Right. <laughs> okay, uh, Mark's disgusted, folks. You can't see it, but he's making the disgusted face and shaking his head slowly. Now, we also got <laughs> to see the very first King Arthur movie trailer. Yes. Which looked like a lot of fun. Which looked like it was, it was really good. It's kind haven't, of, hasn't, haven't they told that story enough? Well, it's kind of in keeping with... Uh, uh, Guy Ritchie's other movies where it's it's really a contemporary take on kind of a just the way he did with Sherlock. Oh, uh, a hyper real look. To oh, it. yeah, where he oh, kind of oh, makes oh. it cartoonish and very oh. contemporary feeling. Okay, and so he's doing that with with the King Arthur story. So it'll be different, if anything. Well, I don't know if it's going to be know good how many, or not. Is it only one one uh, season? Is it, uh, no, th- it's a movie. It's a movie. Oh, well, even better. Then it'll be over with in two No, hours. we'll have a sequel. And the, uh, <laughs> the last trailer we'll talk about from Comic-Con was uh, Kong Skull Island. Yes. And that looked awesome. Kong, yes. Kong. Kong. I was surprised that it takes place in the 70s from what it looks like, right? Yeah, is it that it being made by the dude from 70s, Royal Oak? They made uh, Kings of Summer. Oh, the, I don't know. There was a guy. I think the guy f- is from the guy is from Royal Oak. Uh, he might guy, be. The, I don't the, know. Did you ever see the movie Kings of Summer about no. those kids that go off and the? No, the, I know uh, which one you're talking about. I believe that's that a guy from Royal Oak that oh, made that. Okay, that's cool. Well, yeah. they were supposed to shoot some of it in Detroit, and then I think that got scrapped once the incentives went away. Yeah. Mm. Thanks, we're not Snyder. So, we're not it's so not bad right. enough. You gotta uh, poison our, our kids, but you gotta yeah. chase away. Hollywood. But this movie kind of reminded me of Apocalypse Edit Now. Edit point with the imagery. It had oh like yeah, it totally did. Apocalypse Now imagery. Well, and what I thought, I was, thought it was, I think it's gonna be really good. I just, I just want to get by this movie and get by Godzilla too, so we can finally see him fight. And Sam Jackson's when, in this movie too. Well, that motherfucker's in everything. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the king of the jungle because doesn't this take place? I'm uh, tired of these goddamn motherfucking snakes (laughs) (laughs) or apes. (laughs) I just does he fight Godzilla in this movie? Well, the they're leading up to King Kong versus Godzilla. So if you've seen the original King Kong versus Godzilla with the rubber suits, you're like me, a fan, but you cannot wait to see Godzilla and King Kong. With this technology, fight each other. So once we get by this one in Godzilla 2, I'm pretty sure. Well, Peter Jackson kind of gave us a little taste of that in his version. Well, yeah, because he fought the what, King T-Rex Kong. Yeah, right? yeah, King T-Rex, Kong yeah. did fight a T Rex. So, but this is the you know the granddaddy. This of is all. yeah. This is, the, this is the T-Rexes. king of all monsters. <laughs> Mothra's. I think Mothra's gonna be in Godzilla 2. It's gonna be really good. What? Well, that's the rumor. Okay. We're gonna have those little singing girls. Those girls have to sing. Yeah, the two little twins. Right, they have to. But wait, I'm confused. Since it's not an Asian movie, Toho movie, what they what come? Well, there there was a new Godzilla movie released this summer in Japan. Yes. I don't think it'll ever make it here. At no. least oh, it will. Yet. You just got to go to well, a Comic Con and look yeah, at that table. Yeah, theatrically. With the, yeah, but yeah. And bootleg, I'm sure, will be available. Okay, let's talk about the biggest, hands down, no comparison, biggest story 
uh, of July, Uh-oh. which was Pokemon Go. Oh, Jesus. Well, seeing as how I have a couple of good Pokemon here, it's a very good game. I like it. I, I you don't have time don't to eat, but you have time to play that fucking you game. You sure don't seriously. look like you've been playing that game. Oh, you <laughs> such an asshole. <laughs> First of all, um, I don't I don't play like that because I'm always at work. But um, there's this Rochester guy. Rochester Hills Library is a is a pokey stop, just so you know. Oh, well, my hotel has four pokey stops, oh, just fuck. so you know. Wow. Um, so every day I'm collecting pokeballs all day. But I have like a Jigglypuff. Those are rare. I have a Jolteon. That sounds I like a, a skin condition. <laughs> I got a Jigglypuff over here. Hey, Doc, you, I need you to look at this. You don't have to tell us you had a Jigglypuff. We knew you had a Jigglypuff. <laughs> yeah. You need some ointment for that? <laughs> I got a Jinx, uh, a I still ain't called Pikachu. Every time I get ready to catch Pikachu, I run out of Pokeballs. Oh, so Every running time. out of balls, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I can't hold my balls. <laughs> well, uh, I, Mark and I had firsthand experience. We went to a wedding, and it was outdoors at a park. Oh, no. Oh, and really? it was loaded Seriously? with people. And this was 90-plus. It was like one of the hottest right. days of the year. Playing Pokemon. Right so. in the direct sun. And these people were so dedicated. They didn't mm-hmm. care what the, the temperature was, what it was like outside. And they were just swarming this park. They literally had to shoo everyone away to uh, away from the wedding because they, were, they had, like, taken over. It literally looked like a scene from uh, the original... Night of the Living Dead. Oh, where they're oh, just well, kind of staggering right. around, looking at the did you screen. See, did you see the clip on Facebook? <laughs> no, of everyone at Central Park stopped because oh, there was a Vaporeon popped that. up. Yes, I did. In see Central that. Park, it was people running across the street. Cars were stopped in the middle of the road. People would get out the cars. And I think at the Sydney Opera House, they had like a line a mile long of people waiting to get to this uh, Pokemon mm-hmm. stop or whatever. So it's really it's crazy. But I will say on a positive note, yeah. Mark and I were talking about this. The fact that it got people outside, outside to a park. That's what I said. Walking that's around, what I said. You know, now they they were just staring at their screens the whole time. But at so least they, they could, were walking. But yeah, at least it they get, were outside and fresh. It gets the air. kids outside. So when did you the get the segue? <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't seen more people like that with the screen. You could like tape it onto the Segway handlebars. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's cool, Mark. I just play while I drive. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> just play while I drive. Just run over some Pokemon. Just run a doop. Oh, well, there go that Pikachu I was looking for. <laughs> I was at a park. Well, I'll explain this at another time, but. Oh, no, quickly. I was at a park where, where, where this lady just pulled, flew in and pulled up real quick, and the cops were right behind her. She was going 80 miles an hour down the street chasing a Pokemon. She had kids in the back seat of her car. The cops pulled her over, pulled her out, arrested her, and then had like took the kids away and had a tow truck come and take her car. She was going 80 miles an hour down the road. That's crazy. Trying to catch that a Pokemon with kids in the car. That's ridiculous. Now, that's ridiculous. I thought there was a five-mile-an-hour limit on those things. I don't know. No, 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 no. Listen, no, no, no. Miles an hour. It's okay. If you're hatching an egg, right? If yeah. you're hatching an egg, you have to walk to hatch the egg. Okay. But if they, if it registers you going more than five miles an hour or something like that, yeah. it won't register. It'll run. Your character will run, but you won't get any of the benefits of walking. Okay. Which is the point of the game. They like want you to get the up eggs and, and right. The Pokemon. Right. They want you to get up and walk. But if you get up and run or or drive, then you don't get any other benefits. So there's no chicken Pokemon. No, because you sit on those. No. You don't run okay, or no, walk or do Brad, anything no on chickens. those. Okay, just checking. No chickens. <laughs> okay, now the other kind chickens. of uh, the other big geeky news is there is a sort of a new Harry Potter book out. Brad, oh, I'm sure your lovely yeah, wife there's has a, uh, there's read a the play. The play came out, and everybody was so excited about it. They published it in a book form so people can read it. Well, because unless you live in London, you're not going to exactly. be seeing the and play. Exactly, and J.K. Rowling said, no, I'm not going to write any more books. This was a play, and you're stupid that you're reading it. You should just go to London and have to see the play. 
So. Oh, well, maybe everybody can afford a plane ticket to freaking London. It's just a play for GD's sake. Well, the, the thing I'm that, not a Harry Potter fan. I'm not bitter. The right, thing that exactly. had me laughing was people were online complaining. What's the matter? The best thing about the Harry Potter books were all the great descriptive passages. This this new book is nothing. It's so cut and dry. And, and I'm like, it's, it's a, a play. play. This is the yeah. dialogue, you dummies. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's literally it's and and. Even if it was the full manuscript, it wouldn't even be nearly book length. And I went on Amazon and I checked it out and what they're, I don't recall what they're charging for it, but it says clearly, this is not a book. This is a representation. Right, the so manuscript you can, of, yeah, the, of the play, yeah. It just goes to show you, people are idiots. Freaking stupid. Not our listeners. No, They're not, not idiots. Our listeners. They, well, they, they know better. I think with the new movie, the Fantastic Beast movie, which also did have a trailer at San Diego Comic Con, I think the Harry Potter frenzy is in you know full swing here. So I unfortunately, but I that, that seems more like an adult comedy than a um, than a kids. Expecto uh, Patronum. Thing. Pardon me. Expecto Patronum. Spit on my dad. What? Well, stop speaking know. Latin to me, dude. Is that some kind of booze? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it tastes just what you like want, what tequila. You want? Uh, let me get a shot of that Expecto Patronum over there. <laughs> I don't know. All right, did you guys, uh, did anybody see Sharknado 4? Or Sharknado? The Fourth Awakens? Yes. No. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> you, you tease. Yes, I tease. You want to know why? I walk into my mom's house and she has it on, and I'm like, "Why the boop are you watching this? Why? Well, it's so why. terrible." It, I watched it, of course, did. and it was a cash grab. It was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. It was so entertaining. How many? How many sharks were, were harmed in the no, making of here's, that movie? Here's what I liked about it. They totally. <laughs> Said F the Sharknado, yeah. mm-hmm. and they introduced like 20 different types of tornadoes in this movie. It was great. They had a sandnado, they had a oilnado. This uh, this tornado went through a Texas oil field, and so it started that, that's shooting. A, there was a true. That's a true story. It, and then the the, the, the oilnado lift off the ground and. Literally bludgeoned and drenched. The whole city was totally. They said we never thought it would lift up off the ground. Well, but the yeah, oil nato caught on fire, so there was yeah. a fire nato. Oh my! Then God. there was a tornado that went through a, a volcano, so there was a lava nato. <laughs> then there was a tornado that went through and took out a nuclear power plant, so oh, there was no. a nuke nato. <laughs> And then at the end... Why did they still call it Sharknado then? Well, there was a few Sharknados. And at one point, there was a Sharknado that merged with a Cownado. And the cows and sharks were fighting each other in the tornado. Cows fighting? Sharks? You know, every time... Every time he says... blood everywhere. Every time he says a different Nato, I just feel like I'm getting dumber. And then... Define, the, okay, here we go. Finally, some of that, those cows get into the fire NATO and make some steak NATO. Solo <laughs> 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 and NATO, baby. Oh and uh, so to, to finally finish the kill off the tornado, they they dumped a uh, cement truck into it and I uh, made a concrete NATO. <laughs> concrete NATO, which fell into the ocean and sank because it, I guess it. It, it, it the weight up. of the concrete the dried up and went boom. Oh god! Seriously, <laughs> and got the right amount of t- uh, cement with the water. <laughs> I calculated there are three gallons, three million gallons of water in there, so we need at least three hundred bags of concrete. And I, I might be biased because uh, there was a lot of great Star Wars references. Oh, okay. and Tommy Davidson, who plays the the kind of the evil genius in the mm. movie from In Living Color, one of my favorite cast members. Right. He actually said, as they're getting ready to blow up the Grand Canyon to stop the, this massive flood, uh-huh. he says, "Stay on target, stay, <laughs> stay on, on target, <laughs> stay on." And I was like, "Yes, best cable made for cable movie ever." Grand um, Canyonado? Is that <laughs> that's the next one. Appalachian you know, Mountain NATO. The tornado started in Vegas, and so it ripped. So it was also was it, a it, gambling debt NATO. <laughs> <laughs> it started with the Bellagio NATO. The MGM NATO. The Caesars NATO. You did see sharks flying in the air from the Bellagio water fountain. Oh, um, 
But no, the tornado had taken Ocean's out. Ocean's Eleven NATO. <laughs> <laughs> There's George Clooney. What? <laughs> There's Brad Pitt eating the Snickers. Hey. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, my God. But this was uh, kind of like Ice Age. This was a true sci-fi movie. It takes place five years after the last one. Okay. And Tommy <sighs> Davidson had come up, developed a technology to stop the Sharknados, this pulse technology. And so all of a sudden these oh different God. types of tornadoes start Don't popping up. Don't all the sharks then fall to the ground and flop around and eat yeah, people and stuff? theoretically, oh, but okay. at least, well, you know. So let me get this straight. <laughs> I'm just gonna ask this. Uh, hey, wait something. a second. Wait a second. Let me get this <laughs> clockwise. Um, the sharks create these sharknadoes so they can come on. Well, see, that and was people. the one thing that I thought was a failing of the movie, besides the horrible acting and writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't say what what was creating all these different. Oh, that's gonna be Sharknado Five. Global warming, of course. Well, see, that's what I thought there would be some like <laughs> evil villain that it's gonna be Bill Gore. I was it's gonna be Bill Clinton NATO. Yeah, the '90s NATO. There would be a blow NATO. Yeah. Bill NATO, starring Al Gore in the and, and Chad only, NATO. And the only one that can stop it is the Monica Lewinsky NATO. <laughs> She, blow, she blows it down. I was going to say, she just sucked the life out of it. <laughs> oh, my but God. No, that's a whole different kind of science. Though. Gary Busey was in this, and he was hilarious. Hilarious. I am not joking. Because he's so far out there that it made perfect sense for him to be in this movie. Uh, those are a, a Sharknado. Yeah. Well, he was a he was a mad scientist who... You don't know what you're dealing with. He turns Tara Reid into a cyborg, basically, because she... Spoiler, she dies at the end of the last movie. Right. Oh, yeah, she don't lost the arm, then she dies. Yeah, so yeah. And so... And David Hasselhoff is also in this movie, and he plays kind Did of. Did he have this slow motion? NATO? What's that? Drunk NATO. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hamburger on the floor, NATO. <laughs> and just they to tell you how, NATO. just to tell you how bad the acting was, David Hasselhoff, his performance was incredible compared to every. He acted the hell out of that role. I guess. I was just about to say he must have got his thirty day chip just before it started. He was it awesome. Started. He was awesome. But here's a a NATO. And here's the other things that I liked about Knight it. Rider NATO. I'm, I'm just not done enough. Um, every, virtually every single role in this movie was some kind of crazy cameo, Nick which Fury was awesome. NATO. Nick Fury NATO. Yeah. Oh my god, that was um, horrible. And oh, wait, there was there more. was some the most blatant corporate synergy. At one point, they're turning the channels trying to find some news on the latest Sharknado. And the guy's like, I can't find the Today Show. So the guy grabs his the remote control and talks into it and says, turn on the Today Show. And the guy's like, how did you do that? He's like, well, I just had the latest Xfinity cable system <laughs> installed. Oh, my God. And so when they did that, I started, I was laughing so, so hard. Well, now and then, you know who paid for it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then there was a, uh, a, a Marvel shared universe effect going on because at one point, Ian Ziering shows up and there's, um, uh, what's the guy from? Steve Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg was there. Uh, and he's like, here, I don't need this shotgun anymore. From Police Academy. From what, Lava Lantula, another sci-fi oh, movie. Oh, Jesus. So now they're starting to oh merge their, their universes. Um, this is just, I, I don't know I what to re- do. I realize Steve Gutenberg was still acting. After I he, think, I he think was I'm good in it. I think I'm going to write a letter to, uh, to sci-fi and just say, please stop. No, it was. Are I, these all still being produced by Roger Corman? Executive no, produced. No. No, I don't think Please so. Please stop. You, you, you canceled Defiance for this bullshit. I just want to let you know that. I don't watch anything on the Sci-Fi channel. I think all their shows suck. This, I thought, well, was Defiance hilarious. Well, Defiance was good. Hilarious. And Wynonna Earp isn't bad either. I haven't seen that. I, I've heard good things about Why that. Earp is really I do want to check that out. I have to out. find somebody who has cable and who's available when I'm available, and I'll do my best to... Try to find it. You need to get them to get that Xfinity at the library. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking. Have that new Xfinity installed. It'll be wonderful. Okay, just a couple quick things uh, before we wrap it up. Uh, the Little Prince, we talked about yes. the, yes, the yes, theatrical yes, yes. release that finally hit Netflix. 
uh, last Friday. Oh, so that's okay. out there. You can check oh, that out. Yeah, I'm ready to watch. Reviews that. have been good on it. Yes. Oh, they haven't given it a 26. percent That's right. Oh yeah. And then it's the only TV we have. The Hulu. Since I'm forced to. I need internet for my work. So since I have the internet, stay I'm on target. Yeah. Stay on target. No one cares. Okay. Ooh. Netflix or uh, Hulu. The Hulu show, eleven twenty two sixty three, which is the Stephen King. The day before uh, JFK died. Correct. Yeah. And this is the one that J.J. Abrams produced. Right. Starring. Right, right, right. Uh, James Franco. James Franco. That was a that was a Hulu exclusive, so it's now available for rent for oh, the, I didn't those realize of us was, who don't have Hulu. I, yeah, I'm going to rent it th- th- this week on. It looks DVD. it looks good, and the reviews were pretty so how strong. So how do you get it? Go to the video DVD, store. You're saying it's yeah, Family Video. You yep. buy it. Family Video oh, oh, or yeah. Blockbuster, Hollywood Video. I'm sure Netflix. Those, those are not around. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought all this talk about 80s and 90s stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. It's just it threw me off. Hollywood Video. No, only Family Video is the only chain around. Yeah. There are really no more blockbusters. There's some mom and pop ones around, but yeah. I know. Yeah. No, they're all gone too. Supergirl no, season I'm one is now on uh, DVD and Blu-ray. I'm gonna buy and it. I'm here's a. It's it. not a sci-fi or comic book show, but Uh-oh. I'm gonna just chime in Uh-oh. real quickly. Halt and Catch Fire is an AMC series. Okay. It's, the second season is now out. What's it about? And it is a geeky, geeky show. It's about uh, computer nerds okay. in the 80s. Oh, no. And okay. they're, uh, yeah, more 80s. Um, and it's more blockbusters. Uh, it's a, it's about a company like a startup company, software company. Okay. So they're designing the early video games and chat rooms. And what's it called? It's called Halt and Catch Doesn't Fire. It star Lee Pace from Guardians, Lee, of, Lee Guardians Pace. of the Galaxy. It's got a very geeky cast. Lee Pace is in it. And Guardians of the Galaxy. Scoot McNeary, who is in Batman v Superman. Mm. Um, and then uh, there's another uh, blonde that's in. I'm drawing up Mackenzie. Was, was she something. in The Martian? She was in The yes, Martian. She was in The Martian. So a lot of geek cred, a lot of geeky characters. So even though it's, there's no nobody in costumes and spandex, I would definitely recommend it. And uh, sort of the way we I, recommended I, I, I'm sorry the last spotlight last year with all those superhero characters in the movie. Correct, correct. <laughs> Shoehorning it in. Sorry to uh, backtrack, but I forgot Powerless had a trailer too. Oh, that's season two of no. Powerless is the uh, DC show. That's the one where they're the, the insurance, insurance adjusters. adjusters. Yes. Yeah, they had a, that looks good. That's been picked up as yep, a as a series. Show, yeah, so that had a trailer too. That was really good. I thought you were talking about. Powers, because that's been canceled. No, that was canceled. Season. I'm talking about yeah. the other show from Power DC. List. Yeah, Powerless. That's what this show should be called when they put pizza in front of us. <laughs> Poor Powerless. <laughs> <sighs> the lame jokes just keep coming today, people. All right, so August uh, has some good movies coming up real quick. Peach Dragon, Sausage oh. Party. Kubo and the Two Strings. Can we Ben Hur, Don't Breathe, and The Mechanic Resurrection? So, Sausage Party oh, is a movie about sausage the food that's having a party. That's uh, trying to fight humans back. It's not what you think it is. Very R rated. Yeah. Hard not R rated, not X rated. Right. Just want to put that Seth Rogen and, and his cast of... Uh, Takes hard R to a whole new level. I think it's going to be freaking amazing. Oh, I can't wait. When I, I seen wait. the first trailer in the movie theater, I'm like, oh, this is a movie about food? And then when she skins the potato, he's like, what the fuck is going on? And he starts, eating, starts eating the baby carrots. carrots. No. They're eating children. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. Okay, so... I'm. I can't wait to see it. So, when so does that it's, come out? it's designed Some to movies? offend yeah. carnivores, herbivores, omnivores, Everyone. of all kinds, gluten-free Everyone. people, and, vegan people, and Baptists. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's actually low. They're offended fruit. by everything. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm not. All right, so no. Brad, uh, what? Offended by Sharknado. What did I you think? Very offended by Sharknado. What did you think of our our drink today? We had a little Power of Love by yeah. Shorts Brewing the Company. Power of Love. Huey Lewis in the news. Uh, Shandy What's Style. What's the news? What, what? what was the news? Huey Lewis oh. in the news. Okay. I know we who just, that is. We just the spent an hour talking love. about the news. Mm. Shandy style ale with rosemary's baby and raspberry lemonade children. Wait, we eat rosemary's baby? You are eating rosemary's baby and it's delicious. 
by Shorts Brewing Company in Elk Rapids, Michigan. Well, as as they need to send more of this down in big trucks with straws. Because well, this is delicious. When I saw it, it had Back to the Future labeling, it and it was sweet. So it was like tailor made for us. It does, and it's the I it's a locomotive this. pushing a DeLorean, and the locomotive has a tape in the second and third wheel slot. It is very exciting. It's back to the Future Three, by the way. Yes, it's back, actually very back to the 80s. Future Three. Yeah. Yes, we, we just we can't leave the fucking eighties. A science experiment. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was great, Scott. <laughs> Oh God! All right, on that note, let's 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 put a fork in this baby. It's oh fun. yeah, yes, put a fork in everything. Oh, sorry. fork everything. Yes. Fork off. Uh, yeah. All right, so are we? Uh, we're done. This is everything you wanted to know about the month of July because July rocks. We weren't podcasting in July, so this is the end of podcast. We were in Miami. Moving to Miami soon. Yeah. Um, okay. oh, I was that's, a, say, that's a ripoff. Oh my yes, god! I was gonna say, "Welcome to Miami." Yeah, that's all right. Jill's I wanted to. Here, I so. wanted to raise dwarf horses and dental floss, but that's Minnesota, so Montana. Too many M's. Okay, podcast twenty nine. Comic experience sci fi. Brad, Mark, Q, and Denver. We're gone. Bye. Wait, we're leaving now. Yes, it's all over. Go away. Oh, okay. Subscribe. Yes, like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Because Brad forgot. I didn't forget. I said it before you did. Well, that's because I reminded you. You didn't remind me. Yeah.